0: Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and I thank you for joining us on the broadcast or the podcast and for sharing it with others. Thank you for the encouragement and the uh, feedback, the questions. Um, I love it all, even when you disagree. I think it helps us grow, so thanks again. Time Alone with God, that was the powerful and I hope provocative message and impact on your life In yesterday's message. We looked at both our desire or should be a desire to be in solitude with him, allowing him to reveal who we truly are according to his will, and how he uses many things, including heartaches and heartbreaks and struggles and trials and adversity to allow him to have his time of solitude with us where our focus is fully on him. Neither of these concepts is easy in our flesh, but as we allow the spirit to purge and cleanse and refine and grow us, God roots out those things that interfere with not just our time alone with Him, but our entire relationship with Him. Check it out or or revisit it and share it. You can do that at loveandlordship.com, love and, L-O-V-E-A-N-D, lordship, L-O-R-D-S-H-I-P. Spell it all out together, loveandlordship.com. That's our website. And you can click on the read, listen, or watch tabs and get all the articles, Podcast videos. You can go to the Podbean and Vimeo icons there at the bottom of our homepage, and you will see uh, you can click on that, and you can get all of these uh, the Authority of Love broadcasting podcasts or videos. So I pray they are a blessing to you, and thank you for sharing them with family or friends, and maybe even enemies, and do so in love. I pray that the blessings come through encouragement, challenges or both as you seek to know Christ as Savior and Lord and to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and worship Him alone. If you're doing that, the overflow has to be that you know and love who you are and you're loving others as you love yourself and as He loves you. Contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. loveandlordship at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. As I mentioned yesterday, we're going to pull together specifically related devos, that's my short word for devotionals, from a couple of days during this week's messages and move through Chambers' commentary with a little of my own that I pray will help drive home what the Holy Spirit is saying to you and to me. And with that said, today's messages are entitled, The Call of God and the Voice of the Nature of God. So the first one is The Call of God. Both of these are very prominent and well-known texts that we're going to look at. It's the same text. It's interesting how he does this. Even to. Uh, it's well-known even to moderate Bible students, I would think. If you've been in church much at all, you've probably heard this in some way. Isaiah 6, 8 says this, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. Now that was Isaiah's response to God's question. Chambers says, God did not address the call to Isaiah specifically, although I always read it that way and from conversations with others, pastors, church leaders, and those who attend faithfully, the common inference that is that since Isaiah wrote the book in the leading of the Holy Spirit, that surely God was specifically calling him. Now, hang in there, as I've done for years in, in, in reading these devotionals and it's taught me a lot. Chambers goes on to say, Isaiah overheard God saying, who will go for us? The call of God is not for the special few. It is for everyone. That's you and me, if we're listening. Back to the devotional. Whether or not I hear God's call depends upon the state of my ears. And what I hear depends upon my disposition. Let me say that as again, that that is because that's absolutely key. Whether or not I hear God's call depends upon the state of my ears, and I would say mind. And what I hear depends upon my disposition, my attitude. Many are called, but few are chosen. That is, few prove themselves the chosen ones. The chosen ones are those who have come into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, whereby their disposition has been altered and their ears unstopped, and they hear the still small voice questioning all the time, who will go for us? It's not a question of God singling out a man or woman and saying, now you go. God did not lay a strong compulsion on Isaiah. Isaiah was in the presence of God, we know that from the earlier part of that text, and he overheard the call and realized that there was nothing else for him to say but in conscious freedom, here am I, send me. Get out of your mind the idea of expecting God to come with compulsions and pleadings. When our Lord called his disciples, there was no irresistible compulsion from outside. The quiet, passionate insistence of his follow me was spoken to men with every power wide awake. If we let the Spirit of God bring us face to face with God, we too shall hear something akin to what Isaiah heard, the still small voice of God and in perfect freedom will say, here am I, Lord, send me. That's a powerful perspective, and I believe it's the correct one. Remember, this devotional day was sent, the call of God, and it's from January 14th in the book or as you're following along on myutmost.org. The, the follow-up devo here that we're going to include in today's message is the actual question from Isaiah 6:8, which was answered by Isaiah, as we just discovered, although as Chambers points out in challenging us to hear his call, it was not made to anyone in particular. But because Isaiah was listening and was in God's presence, we talked about that yesterday, solitude with God. And why was that the case? Why was he in his presence? Well, that's the subject of this second part of today's message. Simply put, Isaiah and you and I, as we've just learned it can be, in order to hear the call of God, we must have an understanding of the voice of the nature of God. That's from January 16th. In my utmost for His highest. Here's the question that Isaiah answered in the first part of this today's message, from the same text Isaiah six eight in the prophet's book. I heard the voice of the, the verse of the Lord saying, "Whom shall I send?" You see, He's backing into this so we can see this excellent and open call of God to each and every one of us. Listen to what Chambers says, connects the call of God to those who alone can truly hear it. When we speak of the call of God, we are apt to forget the most important feature, viz., the nature of the one who calls. There is the call of the sea, the mountains, the great ice barriers, but these calls are only heard by the few. The call is the expression of the nature from which it comes, and we can only record the call If the same nature is in us the call of God is the expression of God's nature not ours there are strands of the call of God providentially at work for us which we recognize and no one else does it is the threading of God's voice to us in some particular matter and it is no use consulting anyone else about it we have to keep that profound relationship between our souls and God. Now we're back again to yesterday's pr- focus of our time, our solitude with God, right? And how incredibly important that is. The call of God is not the echo of my nature. My affinities and personal temperament are not considered. Ouch. And, and I have to say this, neither are those of the listeners. It's all about God. And if we stick to his truth in grace and love, he promises to get through to all those who will listen. His word never returns without accomplishing his purpose, never returns void. Chambers says, as long as I consider my personal temperament and others as listeners, we could include that in there, and think about what I am fitted for and what they want to hear, I shall never hear the call of God. Why? Because my affinities and desires, as well as what I think others want to hear, become the focal point rather than God and His will, His truth. Chambers continues, but when I am brought into the relationship with God, I am in the condition Isaiah was in. Isaiah's soul was so attuned to God by the tremendous crisis he had gone through in the year that King Uzziah died. If you go back to verse 1 in chapter 6, the tremendous crisis he had gone through that he recorded the call of God to his amazed soul. The majority of us have no ear for anything but ourselves. We cannot hear a thing God says. To be brought into the zone of the call of God is to be profoundly altered. Here's our food for thought on today's message. This focus on the call of God and the nature of his voice in us as the only way we can truly hear that call brings us back full circle to yesterday's devo regarding our time with him and the incredible impact it has on our lives, building that relationship with him and the impact on all those that he wants to influence through us. Chambers states it this way, the measure of the worth of our public activity for God is the private profound communion we have with him. Let me say that again, the measure of the worth of our public Activity and therefore impact and influence, right? For God is the pro- private, profound communion that we have with Him. We have to pitch our tents where we shall always have quiet times with God, however noisy our times with the world may be. The only way to truly hear God and be ready and willing to respond to Him is to follow through on the commitment and discipline of a daily time in solitude with Him so that it is the nature of his voice that we are hearing. Excuse me. As we do so, we will hear his calling and be empowered to respond to that calling according to his will. This is truly all that matters. Everything else flows from this. Here's our love in action. Number one, spend time with God in his word and prayer and listening to him every day and begin with the scriptures in this message. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, reflect on any time or times when you believe you heard the voice and call of God. What were your circumstances and how did you respond? And the fourth one, reflecting on your responses, how did you confirm that it was his voice and calling? Tomorrow's another wonderful Wednesdays for Women with Adia Wishner. You don't want to miss the topics and her insights, so join us and invite family, friends, and loved ones, even enemies to join us to hear this, and let's get this message out. Again, you can check these things out at loveandlordship.com, loveandlordship.com. You can find the, our book there. The icon's right in the middle of the homepage. Click on that. It'll take you right to it. Or if you're searching on Amazon or just in Google, make sure you spell out second edition. It's the Authority of Love, S-E-C-O-N-D. Don't put two in D or you'll be on a wild chase. Second edition, and it'll take you to that. Love to know what you think about that. Let us know at love and lordship at gmail.com. Love and lordship at gmail.com. If you are feeling led or compelled to give, you can do that on the Give tab in the upper right corner of the homepage. And uh, you can, it, it takes about a minute or so. You can give one time or ongoing, and all donations are completely tax deductible. If it's not us, keep praying until the Lord shows you who He would have you give to and partner with for His kingdom ventures. You can give mobilely on the Cash app, cash.app, A-P-P, forward slash, dollar sign love and lordship all together with both l's capital dollar sign love and lordship you can also give by mail to love and lordship send it to 324 timothy drive nicholasville kentucky 40356 Uh, i want to thank you for that and as i said if it's not us keep praying and find out where the lord wants you to partner Thank you for joining us. Thanks always for your prayers and always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter coming right up at 1245. Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to the Authority of Love.